Welcome to the Passive Profits Podcast from StraightBlogger.com, where you'll learn from people already doing it how to build profit-producing online assets without having to leave the house. Now, here's your host, the guy whose biggest fear is having a boss, Nate Rivers. This is the Passive Profits Podcast. This is episode 22. In this episode, the full episode is going to be discussing one reader's question that I got through an email just yesterday. And this question is a good one. It's something I've been uh, wondering about. I use both of these solutions. I use Lead Pages and Optimize Press. Uh, but I could see how somebody starting out would be wondering, okay, which one should I choose if I only chose one? So that's kind of what I'm going to go over. I'm going to give you some of the. I've used a lo- I've used both of them a lot in the last couple months, and so I know a lot about each one of them, and I know their strengths and benefits, as far as what I do, with, as far as how I use them. So I'm going to go into that on this podcast. Before we get started, if you're new to StrayBlogger.com, if you're new to the Passive Profits podcast, then go to StrayBlogger.com and download my. Uh, I can't say it's a full ebook. I think it's like 12 or 15 pages. It's my free report called The $1,000 Per Month Simplified. What it does is it guides you through the drivers to actually focus on that will generate results in your business, and it teaches you what you can ignore. It also comes with an income calculator that you input You know the basic... Uh, the basic drivers that I talk about in the report, and it kind of spits out numbers that are pretty conservative uh, for things that you can put into action. So go and get that if you haven't done that yet. It's at strayblogger.com. Today's five-star review is from the listener Blotto99. I like this review because he calls me Nick in the podcast, and or, sorry, in his review, and of course my name is Nate. Um, the, I've been called Nick about probably 5,000 times in my life. Those are just two similar names and people do that all the time. So no big deal. His review says my new favorite podcast, Nick is not a guru and doesn't try to come off as one, but he is succeeding and has gathered a lot of knowledge that he's willing to share in a straightforward manner. Keep him coming. So thank you for that review. You could make my day if you went into iTunes, searched Stray Blogger, or search the Passive Profits podcast, or search Nate Rivers. Stray Blogger is the easiest way, and it should be the only podcast that comes up. If you leave a review, subscribe, that would be awesome. Okay, let's get into this question. The reader question is, what is the better choice between lead pages and optimized press? It's a good question. So, I'll just cut straight to the chase. Lead pages in my book is hands down better for opt-in pages. That's really its big advantage to me. Um, that's the name of the product, lead pages. So it makes sense. That's what it's made to do. The re the reason that I like it it better, uh, not necessarily. Well, okay. I still like Optimize Press's uh, visual editor better than I like Lead Pages, how you set up the pages. But Lead Pages is extremely fast to set up. The, the real big benefits to Lead Pages is if you have a, if you have a new idea for uh, a freebie or a lead magnet or a new angle, 
um, or a new you know headline, whatever it is, basically a new angle at trying to get prospects to give you their email address. Lead pages is super easy to set up and it's easy to duplicate. You click one page and you can duplicate your pages and then you can use a little slider thing to uh, to designate or to to choose how often each variation is going to be shown to traffic going to that page. And the analytics are very simple. So the big advantage there is just a speed thing, speed of implementation. If you're trying out new campaigns all the time and you want to try out a new idea in five minutes, you can't really beat lead pages for that. Um, it is faster than Optimized Press to do that certain thing. And I do this all the time. That's why I use lead pages. I I do a decent amount of paid traffic messing around with Facebook ads and different niches and different topics. And so lead pages, is uh, it's well worth the money. It's really a low investment, a one-time payment for a year or whatever it is uh, to be able to do that. So you don't have to set up new goals in Google Analytics or anything like that, which you would do if you were using your own site, you know, and trying to set up an A-B split test with uh, content experiments. That's like Google's A-B split testing thing. So that whole process is at least five to ten times faster than setting up a, you know, a split test. Um, or, sorry, it's five to, ten, five to ten times faster at least to do it in lead pages and be able to check your stats daily and all you have to do is set up the new page and duplicate it and then change the headline or whatever it is. So lead pages is much faster. There are a few things I don't like about lead pages. I'm not 100% sure that Google Analytics works right. So I still want to I still try to use Google Analytics for different things. Um, basically to track where the funnel begins and anyways some different things. I'm not 100% sure that Google Analytics picks it up correctly because each lead page is not technically part of your site and uh, and I'm a little bit stupid and so I haven't put in the time and effort to really figure it out and make sure that it's tracking right. I think you might have to use some JavaScript options because um, Google Analytics, the, the way I think it works is in its most basic form, it tracks paths through your site, through URLs. And uh, because lead, the lead pages aren't actually a part of your site, even though you can copy the Google Analytics code for, your, um, for that account into the lead page, I'm just not... The data to me looks like it doesn't exactly work right. Or you have to be better at Google Analytics than I am. Or put more time into it than I'm willing to put in. The other, the same exact uh, thing for remarketing pixels. So I use Perfect Audience. Uh, spend even more money with Perfect Audience. Um, and I just, I'm still not sure it really works right. And again, I know you can make it work. Like I know that's possible. Probably using like JavaScript actions instead of tracking paths through the site. But I haven't put in the time to really figure that out. 
The other thing that really bugs me about lead pages is you have to hit save after every tiny change. Unless I'm doing something wrong, when I change, so I open a new template that they have all sitting there, you know, and I change the, uh, the elements. And if you go through and change the page to make it look exactly like you want it to, and then you hit save, it will show you that um, you can save it and it will look like you've made it to look. So it doesn't, it doesn't seem like there's a problem. But I've done this before, before I figured this out, and turned on some paid, you know, paid traffic to it, and it's not converting or, or whatever, and, and I've gone back and looked at the actual published page, and it's completely different, and my changes stopped after my very first change. So you have to, as far as I can tell, you have to hit save after every single tiny change in the lead pages editor. And if you don't know that, you know, you can, your page can, will look fine to you once you hit save, but then out, out there on the web, the real published thing stopped tracking your changes after like the first main thing that you changed. So that's, that's annoying. You just need to know that it does that. The other thing I don't like is it would be nice to be able to add elements. So if I wanted to add a, another paragraph of text down below the opt-in form, or if I wanted to make the opt-in an opt-in form, because some of their uh, some of their templates look really good and would work well for a sales page, but it's an opt-in form template, and you can't change the opt-in. You can't just make it a, a regular button versus like a, an opt-in page. Like it has to be an opt-in page, and it'll make that opt-in form pop up, like they're famous for. And so I just, I wish it would do that. That's something that Optimized Press is much better at. I mean, it's 100% flexible. You can make it do whatever you want. Um, now, I will say, in parentheses here, I it could be the case, you know, that they have their templates set up for a reason and they relentlessly test each template like they say they do before they make it available. So, so maybe their argument would be, well, you're an idiot and we're marketing professionals, so our templates have everything set out the way that we have it for a reason, and you can't change it because you'll probably screw it up and uh, make it convert worse than, than how we have it right now. So I could see that being their, their uh, reasoning for that, and maybe that's why. Okay, so Optimize Press. The things that I really like about Optimize Press, you have complete control over everything. Uh, the elements that you that they've given you to use, they've put a lot of thought and effort into. And I'm assuming they just had tons and tons of data of things people wanted. Because anything you could really want in there, marketing-wise, for a website is available as an element. They are... They look really good, there's tons of options, they're super useful, and it works very well. That's a huge point, that's something people kind of expect. But if you've worked with a lot of themes, um, even a lot of premium themes out there, they are usually, A, actually pretty hard to use once you get in there and really try, really try to customize it, or B, if you get in there and really try to customize things, you screw something up somehow or the theme just doesn't really work how you want it to. I have not I've created a lot of pages and I've I've fully converted uh, several 
entire membership sites over to Optimize Press in the last uh, like two months, and I haven't had a single instance where it just didn't work exactly like it was supposed to the first time. So I really like Optimize Press for those reasons. The visual editor works great. It makes editing pages extremely fast. Um, the other thing that I really, really like, this is another... I mean, this is kind of a selling point for lead pages that they have API. It gives you, a, you're able to use API access for all your your stuff like GoToWebinar or get res, sorry, your autoresponder. But one issue that I ran into, and this is a small annoyance, this is just me complaining, but I like to use single opt-ins, and with. Uh, with Git response that I use, if you want to use single opt-ins through the API, you need to special request, you need to make a special request to the support team. And again, that's a very, uh, probably not even worth complaining about because it takes them like less than 24 hours usually. But you do need to send them like some things and send them the links to your privacy page and stuff. So it is a little bit annoying. The thing with Optimized Press is you can use, you can enable the API to do that same thing, or you can just use the HTML from a web form inside your Git response account. And that lets you get around the single opt-in like approval thing. You can just, if you have that um, campaign set to single opt-in and use the HTML form, through get through uh, optimized press you don't have to get approval from the support team to use single opt-in the thing that i love okay the thing i've said like six things another thing that i really love about optimized press is everything is automatically mobile optimized and this is awesome i mean Every single page, if you let's say you have a blog, then you have landing pages, then you have a membership pages, um, membership area. You install Optimize Press, and you kind of have to go through and make sure it's you know switched over correctly. Or if you build a site from the ground up with Optimize Press, every single page is mobile optimized. Lead Pages does this obviously, but it's not site wide. It's just each lead page that you plug into your site. And uh, so if you're using a different theme, then your lead pages will be mobile optimized with a lead page, which is great because I've had really good results with uh, using paid traffic, mo paid mobile traffic. But it's really nice with Optimize Press that you, you know, you use the Optimize Press theme and then every single page on your site is automatically mobile optimized and will work on an iPhone or an Android phone. Uh, the other thing or the next thing is the blogging features are awesome it's not just for sales pages and landing pages it makes your blog posts look really good now um, uh, there's just a lot of features that on any of the sites that I've switched over I've ended up using uh, optimized press as well for the blog the next thing is the optimized press 2 integrates with GoToWebinar. That was an original selling point of lead pages. It was kind of one of the only things out there that did it well, that uh, integrated with GoToWebinar is what I'm talking about. 
Optimize Press 2 does that as well. So your landing pages, you can optimize them for GoToWebinar, create GoTo, or sorry, create webinar registration pages that instantly add someone to a webinar without having to use those ugly GoToWebinar pages. The other thing is that Optimize Press 2 comes with a membership plugin. So that's a big uh, that's a big cost saver right there. You don't need anything like digital access pass or wishlist member if you want to purchase Optimize Press to create a membership site and implement a paywall so that you know you restrict your members area to people that have paid. It comes with a plugin that will do that and it integrates with like ClickBank, other payment processors out there so that just out of the box, your optimized press uh, site, you can create your membership areas or your download pages and they're protected. So the verdict is if you have the budget um, and especially if you're using any paid traffic, then both of them are worth it for what they're good at. Again, lead pages really can't be beat for speed of implementation for setting up different offers and opt-in pages, lead pages basically, or even just little simple sales pages for like, um, you know, tripwire offers like $7, $10, $17 products. But if you're choosing between just one, Optimize Press has way too many advantages overall. Whereas if, you know, you only have uh, whatever, the $200 or $300 to invest in one solution, I think Optimize Press just has way too many advantages over lead pages. Uh, it's much more feature rich and you can use it from start to finish, you know, to create your opt-in pages, your thank you pages, your sales pages, and your members areas, member areas, and it comes with the plugin that lets you protect your membership pages. So that's my analysis. Um, again, that's it for this podcast episode. If you have any questions about which or what features, what each one can or can't do, ask me in the comments. I'll be happy to answer those if I can. And again, if you're new to Stray Blog or if you're new to the blog, make sure you grab my free report, $1,000 per month simplified. You can get it at strayblogger.com. It's just on the homepage. Just enter your email, enter your email address and you'll be taken to it on the thank you page. Thanks for listening. Again, I would love it if you went to iTunes, found the, found the podcast, and leave me a review.